Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I am your host, Brian Convery. Today, my guest is Maureen Marfel. Maureen is a 2015 graduate from Queens University with a Bachelor of Commerce degree, where she was involved in various extracurricular activities, including the Queens Conference on Philanthropy and the Isaac Queens. She also is a recent May graduate from Cornell University, where she completed her MBA, specialized in strategy and operations. Prior to Cornell, Maureen has worked as a management consultant with the EY practice, business consulting practice in Toronto, where she had the opportunity to work on diverse technology projects for global clients in financial services, retail, and technology. Maureen has also worked at Scotiabank and most recently has been with RBC and Capital Markets in Toronto. She is joining BlackRock's New York City office in July. Congratulations, Maureen, and welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Brian. I'm excited to be here. I am too. I can't wait to, and big congratulations on the new role. I can't wait to hear how that goes. Thank you so much. <laughs> so to get us going, as as you know, we always kind of get talk about some like, you know, warm up questions or rapid fire. So uh, guests and audience can get a little bit more about your background. So what is your most used emoji? Great question. So I feel like I have two that I'll say are tied. The first is the cry laughing emoji. And then the other one, there's a emoji of a disco guy dancing in a purple suit. And I like using that one sometimes when I'm excited as well. <laughs> oh, I know exactly which one. Yes, I love that one. <laughs> Looks like it's right out of the 70s. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, so anyone who knows me personally, this won't come as a surprise. Definitely pizza. I equally love pizza from a chain restaurant, um, as well as pizza from an upscale restaurant or brick oven pizza. I love them both equally. I'm a big pizza fan. I love that. And New York city has some of the best pizza. I have to say, cause I'm a little biased being from New York myself, but some of those pizza shops on the corner, um, are so amazing. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to explore it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite way to spend a day off? Yeah, so if I'm doing, if I want to do something outdoors, definitely hiking. Living in upstate New York for two years, I've become a little bit more outdoorsy. And mm-hmm. then if I'm looking to do something indoors, um, either going out to a new restaurant or going to the movies with either family or friends. That's nice. Yeah, Not, always a good movie is a great way to spend some time. Yeah. Um, do you are you a hit the snooze button type of person, or do you kind of wake up immediately? I wish I was a morning person, but I admit I'm definitely a snooze button person. <laughs> I usually set two to three alarms. The third one is the real one when I have to get up, and then I snooze the other two. So I'm definitely a snoozer. <laughs> uh, a three timer for the yeah. snooze. Okay. <laughs> um, this one too, I would love to ask this one about you know favorite words. Sometimes we all are. I know I'm guilty of this too, of using the same word over and over and over, or maybe a word that means something to you, or you just even like the sound of it. But do you have a favorite word? Yeah, so this is a very interesting question. I listened to a couple of episodes and people had such great answers, but I'll have to admit, I don't think that I have a favorite word. I have a word that I like the sound of, which is atelier, which means workshop in French. And I'm a big fashion fan, so I see the word atelier a lot in fashion fashion houses names. So like I like the sound of that word, but I don't have a deeper, deeper reason why I like it. Hey. That's cool too. I like that. It sounds, it sounds, it's, it's a pretty sounding word. I like Yes, that. exactly. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. So as we were talking earlier, just getting ready for our conversation today, you know, um, this podcast has been a passion project of mine of, you know, really creating student voices for student voices and giving you the opportunity to share 
you know, your experiences and some of those pivotal moments from moving from high school to post-secondary and, you know, even internationally and, and other things you've experienced with your um, journey itself. So I was wondering if maybe you could share a little bit more than what I shared in the introduction about your overall transitions through school, you know, school to work and maybe what you've learned along the way. Absolutely. So I grew up in Mississauga and when I was in high school, I thought that I wanted to go into medicine. So I did all the science courses as well as some math as well. Um, and then I applied to business programs as well as um, some life sciences programs because I also liked math. Um, and when I got into programs on both sides, I started doing networking calls with students in both the sciences and in business to try and help me make my decision there. Um, and then through reflecting what I liked and disliked when I was in high school, I realized that only I only liked one of the sciences. I only liked bio. And even out of bio, I only liked human biology. So maybe pursuing a life sciences degree for four years might not have been um, the best move for me. So that along with just thinking through some of my um, skill sets and my strengths, I thought those kind of aligned to business. So I ended up pursuing a degree um, in business. And I think what I learned in that, that transition is kind of the importance of one, networking and two, reflecting on what you like and don't like when you're trying to make a big, a big move. Um, so I was at Queens there for four years in commerce and had a great experience there. Learned a lot both through my classes and extracurricular activities as well. So anyone who's listening in who's in university, I definitely, definitely advise getting involved in extracurriculars. And even if you can have a leadership role in one of the clubs you're passionate about, I learned so much um, from those experiences, how you work in a team, lead a team, um, get a team towards a common goal. And that was really helpful for me when I started in my first, uh, my first job. Um, and then just transitioning from Queens into consulting, that was definitely an exciting time when you're starting your first full-time job as well as a little bit overwhelming. So I think uh, for any advice around that, I would say definitely um, when you're making that transition, it's important to balance both being confident that you were chosen for that role and that you have something to contribute to the team while, so, while also balancing being humble and learning from those around you who um, have done the job a lot longer than you. Um, and what I found really helpful in that first transition was definitely coffee chats. You'd be surprised how open people are to help you out when you're new to a team. Um, and also when I had some maybe assignments that were a little bit smaller, when it was appropriate, asking some of my bosses how my little piece of a project fit in the broader context helped me contextualize sometimes and learn how my bosses thought and also like just the bigger idea of the team so that um, if you're doing something small, still it feels really me meaningful. That is some great advice. And, you know, I think, you know, um, reflecting such a big part of it, right? And I think sometimes we, I don't know, I call it the hamster wheel, but we get on this <laughs> sort of <laughs> journey and we're just running so hundred, you know, hundred percent of the time. And then we don't have a chance to reflect on what we just learned or maybe even where we, we, what we just experienced and how that can, you know, take you in a different direction if you really kind of reflect on it. So that's some really good advice. And, um, and thank you for sharing that. Um, really, really helpful. Okay. Um, when you think about school and think about your experiences, um, uh, one of the things um, I was curious about was, is there anything that you've learned, you know, through your life experiences that you wish maybe was taught in school that, that either, that either isn't or, or should be? 
Yeah. So this is an interesting question for me. I think one thing that could be taught maybe in, I think all university programs, so even programs outside of business is organizational behavior. So the study of how organizations are run and how teams work together and how you influence others. I had a course like that in my undergrad, and I think it would be something that's helpful for I think any any program really, because unless you're working for yourself, whatever you're looking to pursue, you're going to be in some sort of organization. So learning how different teams work together and how you influence others um, and get your ideas across, I think you you learn it once you start working. But I think to have a primer on that before working, I think would be helpful for for anyone joining an organization. Wow, yeah, you just made me think because I took some of those courses myself and um, actually even in my consulting side of things, I was doing some, you know, OB work and it, it it's skills I carry with me still, right? And yeah. think about you're just what a great suggestion. Yeah, what a so for listeners, maybe even take a course outside of your your uh, path there and maybe take some courses in, uh, in OB and get some insights. Absolutely. Um, Getting a bit more personal now, can you share with me and our audience what you've been, you know, what has maybe been one of your bigger challenges to date or or something that you were able to overcome? Um, this is usually where I ask the guests to share a little bit, a uh, little bit more personally, because so many students have told me, like, you know, they feel like they're the only one or they're not sure if this is the right thing to do. And I think, you know, those specific examples might be helpful. Do you have something you're comfortable to share? Absolutely. So I think the one that comes to mind for me was actually pursuing my MBA. So it was challenging for two reasons. One, I think anyone you talk to who's thinking through making that move, it's almost a full-time job applying for that. Um, all my free time outside of work when I was looking to apply was either studying for the entrance exam, so the GMAT or GRE, um, or it was writing the essays for it or networking with current students. So it was challenging just in terms of the time and commitment to it. And then also the second thing was making that move was was a little bit scary. I was settled in a career that I really enjoyed. I really liked the people that I was working with. And it was making a move that maybe some of my peers weren't weren't looking to make. So it was the first time that I was really jumping and doing something different um, than what I had seen around me. Um, and sometimes it can be scary when you're settled to try and change things or make a different move. And kind of how I overcame that was one, having a great support system around me that knew what I was looking to pursue. So if I was stressed or overwhelmed, they were there for me. Um, and there were people that I could talk to. And then also just having a clear vision of what my end goal was and why I was looking to do this. So that again, if I was stressed or overwhelmed, um, um, I, had, I had an idea of why I was doing it. Because I think sometimes people make big moves and you see the end goal, but you see the end result, but um, we don't always talk about how stressful and like nerve wracking it can be to make to make that move. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And it's so, so true, right? It's um, the build up and the <laughs> to make the decision and it's the, you know, questioning yourself on is this the right move to make and to kind of go a bit off roading with something that you want to pursue. And um, yeah, and it, it's it's good to hear that because I think others as you know, sometimes facing these decisions are not quite sure how to how to process it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Can you so, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but I think it's also a bit of fun too. It's a, it's both of the rushes at the same time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so I often talk now about you know credentials and grades and and things are good, but as we start to talk more about and some of the experiences you've even had in some of the roles you've played, it's 
it's really about the values you bring to the job and the skills that you bring to the job. You know, um, not necessarily, you know, your grades and your credentials determine how you're going to work in a, in a, in a work environment. But um, when you think about, you know, how you've gotten to where you are and pursuing your dreams, what do you think about, you know, values and skills and how have those enabled you to, uh, to pursue those dreams? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think reflecting on what you value is super important. I think for myself personally, knowing what I value has helped me decide what opportunities to pursue and when it's also been time to make a change. Um, so I think two things that I would say I really value among other things is being challenged and um, being able to give back as well. I've always been, I've always loved volunteering. So I think being, being challenged being one of my values um, has led me to figure out, it led me to figure out what I wanted to pursue um, after my undergrad. So consulting definitely is a fast paced environment. So I knew that that, that might be a great place for me to start. Um, and then also it drove me putting my hand up for assignments while I was working and also making the leap to pursue my MBA. Um, and then my other value of always wanting to be able to give back. Um, I've always loved working with young people. So that really led me to figure out what extracurriculars I wanted to be involved in in undergrad. And then also while I was working in consulting, um, it helped me figure out what extracurriculars I wanted to be a part of there. So I worked a lot in campus recruiting um, as well as leading a mentorship program for minority undergraduate students in Canada. Um, so while I was also doing my consulting work, um, I always thought of my other value, which has always been giving back and I had to figure out a way to also incorporate that into my role. So I think thinking about your values just helps you figure out where you want to go. And maybe if something is feeling a little bit off, it's something you can always go back to and look at that and try and figure out where you need to make an adjustment. Yes. And, you know, it's nice to hear you articulate the idea about the, you know, volunteerism and, and sharing some of that with the audience today too, because sometimes I find that young people tend to look at the work experience only when they're, yeah. you know, describing their narrative. And if you really are looking to, to share that, there's so much skill building you get from all that, right? It's, Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like, how do you articulate that and share, like, you know, the fact that these opportunities are, 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 are part of your value system, but also you create new skills through that. So. Um, really, really uh, good to know. And I think as, as students and young people are looking at that, you know, please don't forget to refer back to those when you're talking to a recruiter or a campus recruiter. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, the next question I had was, uh, you know, as we're starting to come out of this COVID-19 pandemic, thankfully, what is one thing you're looking forward to doing? Oh, definitely traveling. I'm a big traveler and pre-pandemic, I always wanted to go on like at least one or two trips a year if possible. Um, so that's definitely something that's been missing during the pandemic. So I'm really excited for one things to look better for everyone healthcare wise, um, but also um, just having the opportunity to travel. I think that's something I'm really excited about. Yeah, hundred percent. I think especially, especially for those travelers that have not been traveling for the past 18 months. It's yes. uh, it'll be a nice <laughs> adventure to get out and, uh, yes. Hopefully Summer warm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and hopefully you could take advantage of that sometime uh, over the summer. But, um, well, it's, wow, I can't believe, like, we've, we've whipped through all these questions and uh, had such an uh, interesting dialogue. And thank you for sharing so many of, of your thoughts and insights. Um, 
Is there any last thoughts or advice that maybe, you know, thinking about someone who's, you know, coming up behind you and looking at the things you've achieved, is there any thoughts or advice that they, you might want to leave with the listeners? For sure. So I think there may be three things that I could say. One is definitely stay focused. And if you're listening to this podcast, yeah, I can tell you guys are probably already very focused people. And the second thing I would say is um, leverage your network around you. If there's anything you're looking to pursue and you don't know much about, um, even if you don't know someone who's doing it, I'm sure you know someone who knows someone who knows about it. So definitely look to the people around you who are a little bit ahead of you that can give you some insights. And then the third I would say is also have fun. Like whether you're in university or making that university to full-time work transition, you've worked really hard to get to the stage that you're at. And I think sometimes we're always thinking about the next thing, but also take in what you've accomplished already and have, have fun as well. Um, it's important to be focused and reach your goals, but also you got to enjoy, enjoy while, while you're there as well. Yeah, enjoy that moment, right? It goes so quickly. Um, great, great insights, Maureen. Thank you. I can't thank you enough for joining me and being a guest on our show. It's, it's been a pleasure catching up. And again, I want to wish you all the best in your new role. Um, can't wait to hear what's next for you. And thank you so much for being here today. Thanks so much, Brian. This was fun and I really enjoyed chatting with you. Awesome, awesome. All right, for our listeners, if you liked what you heard today, Please share this podcast with your network and please continue to tune in for more upcoming episodes. This has been Coffee with Convery. Until next time, please stay well.